What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode. As you probably know, I'm your host, Javier. So I'm going to dive into this one. This is going to be relatively quick, um, but I want to go over a strategy that we just recently launched. I mentioned this in my previous podcast, um, so I don't even know what episode this one is. I think this is 146 or 7. I forget. Anyways, previous podcast where I went on a long tangent about applying you know, the models of of marketing what I'm teaching to your facility company, it works. This is gonna be another one of those examples. So just recently we launched um, a email campaign and this email campaign was a promotional email campaign on a price increase. And so this can work anywhere across the board. It just depends on what, like, what you're gonna promote. Like, So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effing business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. If you're going to promote maybe a service that you typically charge $1,000 for, but you're going to you know, run a promo in July, and it's going to be like, I don't know, $750, bucks, right? Like that's an example. Or maybe it's a, hey, we typically, um, and, and, and this can be different things. Like th- these can be products. Like you, you could be like a, you know, essentially like a, a facility company that offers filters to like, Commercial facility companies, just an example, and you only sell them to like commercial, you know, companies because of the units being bigger. And and if you buy ten, you typically charge, I don't know, you know, five hundred bucks. But you know, this month only, or or this week only, you're gonna do like, you know, if you buy ten, it's it's gonna be four hundred dollars, something like that, right? This works for a lot of different things. Like you just gotta find something to sell that people are gonna buy. Okay, like you just gotta understand this. Like even if you're an IFM. Like, and I know that most of you guys only sell services. Imagine if you sell like services and other things along with that. But like, imagine if you sold services and maybe like training or coaching or or something that was like that was just your time or program that you were gonna be launching. Like, hey, we're gonna be typically charging for this. Like, you can do this. Okay, you gotta just think outside of the box. All right, so don't just get stuck with like this is what we sell and this is all we do. Cool, you can still run promotions and you can still find ways to sell other things. For some reason, like a lot of other companies are just still staying within their lane, but they're finding things, other things to sell within still their lane. Okay. So, anyways, this promotion that we did was a price increase promotion. And I basically what it was is this is that you know we charge 250 bucks to do uh, a design to do a wrap. And we're going to increase our, our price to 249 bucks. I'm sorry, 299 bucks, so 49 dollars. And so it's kind of a big deal because like we try to make a certain dollar amount on our um, design deposits. Uh, and so by doing this increase, like we're going to make a lot of money because we we sell so many deposits every single month. On top of that, statistically speaking, when you charge more for something, you tend to sell more for it because people find more value behind that. And less people ask for refunds when there's more of an investment in front of it. And so that was the other reason why we were going to charge our price. And then the last thing was like, you know, well, having a nine at the back of it also makes it look like it's cheaper still under $300. And so like that's a psychological thing. And it is true. 
okay? And so that was the other piece as well too. So yes, it was gonna increase our bottom line and top line to be quite honest. Uh, yes, it's gonna add more value. Are we giving more stuff? No, but like, here's the thing. We've been in business for four years. We haven't done one price increase. Uh, I think it's time to do a price increase. And it's fair, you know, especially for the services that we're offering. And we're the only company in the country that does what we're doing. Okay. In the world, really. So we're going to do this price increase. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to do four emails. And this is how I mapped out the emails. Like the first email and the fourth email are going to be just very text driven. That's it. So image at the top, text, and then our normal like footer. Okay. And these are marketing emails. And then the fourth and the fourth email, same thing. Image at the top, text, and then our normal footer. But the fourth one had something different. The fourth one had a timer. The timer was a countdown timer from when this deal expired. Okay? So then all of a sudden you got you've got urgency. And you see these all the time, especially during Black Friday. Like this is not like an uncommon thing. And this timer, like. We didn't even license it. Like I found a free one from this website and they had their their brand on there. And then I found a way how to hack it to where um, I could, what did I do? I could have the timer clickable um, to where it would click to the, to the page where we would do our sale. That's what it did. Okay. So, so the first and fourth email text-based, very simple. Easy to read. The reason they did this is because if it didn't go through correctly with the images, then at the very least, they can see their stuff. Like they can see the email. And then the second and third email were designed. Not heavy design though. So it was image and then I kind of had like, you know, you can get this offer and this offer and this offer and this offer and it's all priced at this and you know, that sort of stuff. So, and they were sent out like, I think one email was sent out on a Friday, something like that. It's like on a Friday, the next email was sent out on a Tuesday, the next email was sent out on a Saturday, and then the final email sent out on the day before it all ended, like the day of. And so they were spaced out over a week and a half, 10 days, something like that. And you might be thinking, four emails in 10 days, Javier, that's way too many emails. It's not, not for a promotion. Um, this promotion made us $15,000 and it cost me zero. I have a list. I have a list of 100,000 contacts and it cost me $0 to do this promotion. And I made 15 grand. Not me, but the company made 15 grand. You're like, well, Javier, that's not a lot of money. Our average sale for each wrap is 2,500 bucks. Okay. And we typically sell between one to two wraps per person. Depends. And apparently, this also reinvigorated more people to reach out as well, too. So this is just like, just within like the data I have where someone clicked on the link and bought it right there and then. Okay? This does not include folks getting that email and then picking up the phone and calling us and talking to sales and saying, hey, I just got your email. I don't want to lose that on the special. Let's get started now. That doesn't include those people. I'm just talking about the folks that literally in there, they're like, oh crap, I need to buy this, lock in my price, click on the button, they go to the page to make a payment of 250 to lock in their price, 
and then they're going to probably be spending roughly 2500 bucks, give or take, because that's our, that's our average transaction. This is just taking into account the ones that actually took action where none of our sales team had to talk to anybody. And then on top of that, these emails are all going out and then they're you know calling sales. And this opened up another 10, 15 conversations that I'm aware of, okay, right before a price increased. So by simply clicking a link, it means it's like 15 grand. By, by those folks calling us, I would venture to say like, what, what's that? Maybe another 25 to $35,000. So this promo made us probably 50 grand. If you take into account folks calling us, okay? That's insane. And it cost me $0. And so this is not a brag moment. This is not a, well, this only works for your stuff because you have a product. No, it's not that. It works because it created urgency. I created something of like, oh, wow, I want that. I want to save $50, $49. And there's, oh, this expires on this day. Oh, this guy keeps emailing me and telling me that I better take action and do this. And that's what sells it. Okay. Like this is why Black Friday specials always work. Okay. Now, how do you do this for your facility company? You've got to find a product or service that you can offer that you're willing to take a hit on or that you've been wanting to take, um, you've been wanting to increase the price, but before you increase the price, you need to be like, okay, let's go after our list. This is why it's so important to start building a list of contacts that you can email on a weekly basis so that they're engaged with your product and services. So how do you build that list? You have to run ads. You have to have some sort of like either an ebook or something that's gated that someone may want to like, you know, be interested in learning about. You have to find ways on how to get people to come to your site and be like, oh, I am interested in this. And they engage with your content and they opt in for something. That's how you build your list. Like we have a list of about 35,000 contacts that are commercial, B2B, and about 65,000 contacts that are um, what we call is B2C, like personalization. So you, you might be saying, well, Javier, it's nice to have 100,000 contacts to market to all the time. Yeah, well, we also had to pay a shit ton of money for those contacts. Like, they didn't just, like, find us. We had to run ads. Like, what you would have to do. Okay? And we had to basically spend a lot, a lot of fucking money on something that we didn't even know was going to work if people wanted this. And then we had to find ways how to fulfill it, all this other stuff. Like this is, I'm getting into the, a tangent. You got to do the same thing too, but you got to find something to sell that people are interested in or something that people need to opt in for that's very valuable. It's like, man, this entire facility manager's like business plan or like execution plan is valued at like 500 bucks and I'm going to sell it for $7. And you're like, well, wow, I would never do that but you just got a lead for $7. So why wouldn't you do that? You know, like that's a great way of getting these leads so that you can start baiting them with new things. Like, Hey, I've got this other thing that I'm going to try to offer you. Hey, I've got this other thing I'm going to try to offer you. There's all sorts of stuff that you can offer to your audience. You just got to think about what you want to offer them. 
when I was running, when, when I was doing all the marketing sales at, at CMM Mechanical, we were doing these kind of things. And basically, like, what I would do is, like, hey, let us do a free assessment. I forgot, actually, I don't even know what the hell the, the offer was. It was something. I forget what it was. Like, if you want to go, you can go to the website. It's, I think it's, like, cmmechanical.com or something like that or cmmech.com. I forget. Um, but there's, a, like, and, and if you click on, like, the, the opt-in form, you'll see a video of me. They still have that there four years later, which is funny. Uh, anyways, with that, uh, you've got to have something that people want to opt in for, that people are willing to give their contact information in order for them to like, this is actually kind of valuable to me. And you get to figure out what that is. And that can be different things. It can be a training guide. Okay. It can be like, it can be like a checklist of like how to's and what stuff like that. It can be, you know, it can be like um, a pitfall list. Um, it can be like a video series. Um, it can be like, it can be anything. And then you're like, well, which one is right? I, I don't know. You've got to figure out what your audience may want. You also got to think about what your, you know, what your expertise is in as well too. Like we built our list and people are very interested in what we're offering. So then when we send these emails and we have these promotions, like they work. And people call us and people respond and people engage. But then we also are emailing our list on a regular basis. Not like whenever we have something to sell, like we're educating them and we're telling them about these things. Like that's what you have to do as well too. Not only do you have to build the list, but then you also have to create a relationship with that list. This is no different from picking up the phone and calling John be like, hey John, and I know it's been six months since we last talked, you know, how are things going with IFM ABC? You know, are, you know, are things going well? Oh, really? You guys went through that? Oh, man. You know, well, this is what I would do if I was you. I would do this, this, and this. You know, like, if you have any issues, let me know. If you want to rethink, you know, our conversation and, you know, get re-engaged again, I'd love to have that chat again. It's no different from picking up the phone and doing that same conversation. The only difference is, is that it's done by email. So it's a lot easier, faster, and it goes to a lot more people. Okay. It's the same thing, but those relationships are like, you're like, well, that's a call and you do it every six months and I would never send an email like, you know, every week. You probably should. That's how you stay safe. You stay friend of mine. That's how you become an expert. So where I'm coming from on all this is, is that I want you to rethink how you do your email promotions and find something that you can actually sell that doesn't cost you a lot or if you're going to be doing a price increase you know, create scarcity and you write the copy to create that scarcity and you actually stick with it. Be like, hey, our price is going up on June 1st or July 1st or whatever. And you increase the price to that. You start doing that, you will start seeing a difference in your email, but you've got to start building that relationship and you've got to start building that strategy and you got to start building that list. And you just got to find things to offer. And you're not going to, not everything's going to be perfect. Like I mentioned in my previous podcast, we launched a webinar and I thought this was going to be going off the charts and it was going to work very well. And it, you know, felt, it, it crashed. It was horrible. Was it a bad idea? Hell no. It was well executed. Very well executed. Okay. Extremely well executed. It just didn't work. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Lick your wounds, get up and fucking move on. And so you just got to find those offers that work for you your industry, or not industry, but your company, 
and then your people that you typically target, okay? Because you may not be targeting the FMs. You might be targeting like specific people within that FM department, okay? And so like that's the part that you need to think about as well too. Like if you start finding ways and how to get into that, like that area, you can start offering something that's valuable to them. I'm telling you, it works. Super successful. And so for us, it made us like another, like I said, 35, 45, maybe even $50,000 because, and it cost me $0 to make that. Okay. And on top of that, we're going to be getting more money because we increased our prices. So that's how you run an email promotion is you get to build that list. You got to create the content. I'd give you like maybe two weeks max. You got to send anywhere from three to four emails and you have to send a final email on the final day with a timer. Okay. And you do that and that timer is going to kind of create like, oh crap, I got to do something about this. And it creates that scarcity. You do that, you will start seeing some, some, some sales kind of, you know, coming in or maybe appointments come in. Like maybe you're not selling something. Maybe it's an appointment instead. Like it can be different stuff. Like it doesn't have to be selling a product. It can be literally like, hey, we're not, we're going to be charging for these appointments moving forward, but this is your chance to get this appointment for free. Or, hey, we have this new product coming out, but we're only taking the first 10 people interested in this new product is going to be offering X, Y, and Z. Or we have this new service and we're only taking 10 people to test out this service because it's in beta and it's going to be doing X, Y, and Z. The first 10 people that sign up for this thing, you get to have first, you know, like dibs on this. Like you get to look at it, you know, eyes on it, all that kind of stuff. You've got to find something. You got to get that hook that get people like, oh, I'm interested. Okay. So you do that and it's going to help you out a lot. So if you have any questions, let me know. You can always ping me on LinkedIn. I'm always active there, but I ask three things at the end of my podcast all the time. Number one, please send us... Um, Give us a five-star review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Number two, connect with me on LinkedIn. And then number three, share this podcast with somebody else. Either DM them, send them a message, whatever it is. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.